hi guys welcome back to this podcast welcome back to my podcast guys i remain your beautiful your wonderful and your elegant pod voice victoria imogdo and i just want to say happy new year congratulations for seeing another year you know automatically adding another year to your life um welcome back to my podcast and today we're going to be talking about something very dicey this is the first podcast of the year 2021 and i'm so excited to be speaking to you guys about owning your sexuality and how to handle your relationship i know this is one part of um one part of life that i have been avoiding because you know defining love and understanding relationship is not something that comes with one straight answer or one straight formula because people feel differently people see things differently but we're just here to guide you on how to handle these things from a general point of view we're not here to tell you oh divorce your partner because we feel your partner is bad or break up with that guy because we feel he's bad oh you're not supposed to do this you're not supposed to... no we're only going to give you guidelines and answer those troubling questions of what you need to know before you reach the age of 19 and people will be wondering why the age of 19 why not 18 you know 18 is the age of adulthood and or you know the age where you're able to make your decisions yourself but 19 is that age of uncertainty 19 is that age where you're beginning to explore the possibilities the things you can do as an adult decisions you can make by yourself so that being said we're going to be having a lovely pod guest today her name is miss Cynthia Ndubisi. She is a third level law student of the University of Nigeria Faculty of Law and she is the vice president of the Entertainment Law Club University of Nigeria in Ubo Campus. She is also a women rights activist and she is also enthusiastic about giving young girls the knowledge they need to know before you know trying to survive in this world we call a man's world and you know women are leading in today's ladder women are taking over women are doing quite a lot of things and i too am an advocate for women succeeding but not just in the career front where as a lady how do you own your sexuality how do you handle those relationships those toxic ones um how do you how do you end a clingy relationship how do you get over long-term relationship at what point do you you know say yes to sex and at what point do you say no to sex so these are the issues that our lovely guest will be handling today so we're going to bring her on board right now so what you have to do for me please get down your pen put on that earpiece invite a friend share this podcast and make sure people get the knowledge they need to get about owning their sexuality thank you so much guys Welcome. Welcome, Cynthia. All right. So, yes, thank you for logging in and being with us today. You guys, our host is on ground. So, like I said, she will be speaking to us about things a lady needs to know before she turns the age of 19. Before we go into today's episode, today's episode is strictly about relationships and only your sexuality so before we go deep into the matter of the day our lovely host is going to give us a brief introduction about the topic which she is going to intimate us about so over to you Cynthia 
Okay, thank you very much. I am very, very, very grateful to be given this platform to speak. Okay, so I'm basically going to talk about relationships and owning your sexuality as a woman, as a lady under 19. I'm 19, so I am basically speaking from experience. But then I have an edge because I studied at least to a certain extent women's laws and i can provide a little balance between what is happening actually and then what is meant to be happening and what is written down that is supposed to be happening so and personally i made a lot of mistakes and i would not want people my that are younger than i am or that are older than i am but i yet experience such things to make that same mistakes that is what basically encouraged me to want to do something like this and i want to thank victoria i she has always been somebody i admire so she knows <laughs> so <laughs> I thank her for giving me the platform thank you thank you very much thank you very much so we have quite a couple of questions outlined for you so we'll be taking them one by one <laughs> i believe the audience are they are they are itchy to know what it is like to own your sexuality and to be a woman of value in any relationship so the very first question is what do you do when you feel your self-worth is tied to your partner what do you do when people feel like it's a guy that gives you your self-worth as a lady what do you do how do you confide in them okay so what do you do when you feel your self-worth is tied to your partner that's when you feel like you can't be without this person and when people see you and be like oh see is this person's babe you're not your own person you become somebody's babe somebody's girl somebody's and that that is very very <laughs> unhealthy because i found myself in that situation before and it's not really something that you would like so basically i think you should be able to step back it is going to be very hard i it is going to be very very difficult especially if you you get a form of validation from that person especially if probably your self-esteem until you met that person was at an all-time low or was struggling and then you met this person and this person makes you feel like you are the whole world yes you are supposed to feel like you're the whole world when you're with somebody that you have feelings for somebody that you've developed love for somebody that you've been in love with actually but then you're supposed to be your own person. You shouldn't be linked to another person because in as much as you, the both of you are together at this exact moment, something can happen at any moment and then you find yourself alone. You find yourself struggling to become sure, yourself sure. again. And that is going to be very difficult. It's going to be very hard. You find yourself losing yourself, losing interest in the things that you used to love to do because it reminds you of this person so my advice if you are in a situation or in a relationship that you are this person's babe or you you don't feel yourself when the person is not around my advice is to take a step back it is it's called self-love and self-love is not selfish a lot of people will think that you yeah. are selfish for one to yes, hold yes, back yes. a little but no it's, it's it's not selfish it's actually very healthy you should be able to i do what i do personally is i go in front of the mirror and i tell myself oh you're that you're that person 
you are that person that people love you are that person that people want to be you are that person that people would have point in time so if you give yourself words of encouragement you will see that you are actually more than you think you are yeah. what and then surround yourself with people that see you for who you are be shy yes they admire your heart exactly tell me baby girl well on the right even if your parents aren't really encouraging you should have friends that are just not just there to share the gist with you or to share this with you or to share that with you but to there to tell you hey i see the strides you're making i see the impact you're making and you're doing very well and once you find out that you are worth more than you think you are you see yourself what rises and you become that gem you be that big yeah. That everybody's looking at everybody and at least even if they don't really want to be you feel like yes i am this person that a lot of people admire so that's my advice so wow, everything that's wonderful thank you so much Cynthia. so everybody like she said if for you to be able to define yourself without your partner being involved take a step back appreciate your life give yourself words of encouragement and be around people who see you for who you are and not people who see you because you are dating a particular person. All right, so we're going to move on to the next question. So the next question is, is it okay to ignore some red flags in relationships for the sake of compromise? Now, this, this question is really, really important. Is it okay to say, oh, he has his flaw, let me just, let me compromise. After all, I think I have my own flaws. How do you distinguish between red flags and how do you know when to compromise? Okay, so there's this very common misconception that a lot of people have. A lot of people don't actually know the meaning of compromise. Compromise isn't doing what you don't want to do so that this person will be happy. Compromise is meeting this person halfway. You go to the extent that you are comfortable with and the other person goes also to the extent that he is comfortable with. So you are not compromising if, for example, you know that you are wrong and you know that you are meant to apologize and you know this person wants wants you to apologize okay but you feel that this person should also apologize to you but then you swallow your own pain and apologize to this person and try to ignore the pain the person has done to you once you find yourself ignoring any feeling that you have once you find yourself ignoring any any complaints that you would want you would have wanted to make you're not compromising you're sitting on your own feelings and that's very wrong and that is something that you're not meant to want to do as a person and as a lady. So if you see red flags to start with, you have to weigh them because yes. nobody is perfect. There's nobody that is in fact, everybody would have that one thing that just does not sit well with you. That is the partner. But then you find out that you have to weigh it and you know, you, won't, you have to know whether this is something that you can manage. This is something that you can cope with. 
or whether this is something that is just a no for you like for example like three days or four days ago i been i had been talking with this guy this he's very nice and everything and then but then the first mis- um disagreement we had this guy started screaming <laughs> like he was shouting <laughs> I was confused. <laughs> why? 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 <laughs> it was not funny, you. Like why? 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 Why are why you overreacting? What? Is yeah. It? Exactly. You're talking to me. You are not happy with what I did. You are not comfortable with something that is happening. Why are you talking to me like I'm a toddler and you are correcting me instead of you to want to listen to my own? point of view to give me the benefit of the doubt to want to yeah. know when you're screaming and you're like I'm calling you and you're not answering my call ah no now <laughs> so that was that's that's a a red flag that cannot be cannot be ignored so yeah. you wait can this red flag yeah. be ignored can i cope with this and if he does this thing again will i feel this horrible sure. or will i be able to just overlook it so after weighing it you know now you then you know whether you should actually be able to compromise and the ones that you compromise for are the ones that you can manage not the ones that are outrightly bad so when it is outrightly bad it is a red you can't compromise you are supposed to speak loud and clear yes you cannot sit down on your own feelings and somebody will be shouting at you as if you're younger yeah, yeah. No. thank you thank you Can- very much Can- i can Can- imagine so ladies out there where you see a red flag now this is not just for ladies so i know we are centering on ladies today but guys so if you see a red flag please do not fully compromise and endure access so can i live with this if eventually this relationship leads to leads to a marriage can i live with this for the rest of my life with my partner that is when you're able to understand whether some breakfasts are gone or you can compromise with your partner. So now the next question is one very dicey question that I know everybody wants to know about because even I myself, I want to understand, you know, both from every aspect. <laughs> so the question is, does being in a relationship mean automatic consent to sex? Like I know some guys feel like, oh, you're dating me now, so ah. Your body is mine, that kind of a thing. Some people think they own you because you've agreed to stay with them as their partner. So we need to know if I say yes to a relationship, does it mean I'm saying yes to you sleeping with me? So go ahead. Okay, so no, that's the straight answer. That is very false. That's a very common misconception. And it's not common amongst the guys for some reason. But no, that is not. Being in a relationship with somebody is not automatic consent. Even marriage is not automatic consent. Although that law in Nigeria is a bit dicey because Nigerian, the Nigerian yeah, there's nothing like the marriage yeah. Exactly, but in in more developed countries, everything borders, everything centers on consent because everybody is a god yeah. of themselves we all have individual autonomy we have the right to control whatever is going on around us you have the right to everything around you as except and until it tries to step on someone else's right so 
we have individual autonomy and then you should be able to say no stop when you want to say no so i would not be biased i would look at it from both sides so from the side of the lady it does not mean that you have said yes for everything that is going to happen because he would always have to ask you hey can we go this far and you would you should be able to look at yourself and ignore whatever way it might make him feel and be true to yourself and tell him no i'm not ready for this or i'm not in the mood for this or i don't want this or i don't want that you have the right to you see consent gotten based on question based on misrepresentation based on fraudulence is not yeah. consent at all the yeah. constitution said it. so yeah. under the constitution yeah. so even even under under um marriage the marriage act under the child's rights act under um sexual activities act you are supposed to ask and consent gotten based on any from any way that is not the main way any way that is not hey you are saying i am saying you are not intoxicated i am not intoxicated everybody's eyes clear can i do this if the person says yes good and fine you go ahead to do it if the person does not say yes then you stop so relationships are not automatic consent but then on the on the part of the guy there's something ladies do that has become very common so you he asked for this thing and then you said yes and then probably you do not enjoy it or you are not enjoying it in the process and this person is already very much involved in this thing you know now like yeah. a fan if, if you switch it off it doesn't go off again it cannot just stop moving it will keep moving until yeah, eventually stop it can actually yeah so you as a lady also have to be considerate and that's where compromise comes also so he has started doing whatever he's doing and then you're not just feeling the thing and if you tell him to stop and he can stop good and fine you are very lucky you have you have somebody with self control and everything but if you tell him to stop and he can't stop depending on how important this person is to you i feel like you should wait and try your best to get involved into that thing again go out of your head try to be in this person's head try to communicate and all that but if again this person you're just not feeling this thing anymore and you have tried your best to reach this person halfway and it's not anything you just have to stop So guys too you have to be considerate because ladies the way we look at things change you can do something that is just you no know, especially I'm just yeah. not feeling this thing again and if the woman tells you hey stop you have to actually try to stop because i know ladies a lot and they will try their best to consider you and consider the way you're feeling and consider it is it is but then when she made makes up her mind to tell you hey you're hurting me what you're doing i don't really find it comfortable again you have to stop relationships are not a green ticket to do whatever you want to do so yeah. you don't own the person even in marriage you don't own the person so you should ask at every point in time you should ask and ladies don't feel bad to say no yeah. because and i i know i know a situation where some some guys begin to treat ladies different because the lady tells you oh i'm not i'm not ready for this in this relationship i'm not ready for this and the guys begin to say, ah, look at this one some of them even go the extra mile to shame them right in front of their male friends and the girl just feels terrible so 
If you're out there, guys, please don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Exactly. So to our next question, our next question, we are going to digress a little bit into owning your sexuality. Ah, this part is really important because uh, we have grown up in the system where mentioning the word sex feels like your one devil incarnate brought out from the hell. Like it's terrible yes, how so. people are not comfortable enough to talk about something that almost everybody does in their closet. Married people don't even talk about it. And you see exactly. someone you, you see someone talking you see someone mm-hmm. talking about sex in church and this other person looks at this person oh my god what are you saying? Meanwhile this one has seven children. And I begin to wonder how on earth did you make how did you make this big like, <laughs> <laughs> um, this next question really centers on it. So why uh why is it that when women for ladies why is that when women talk about sex and talk about body parts and uh, people see them as being cheap people see them as being too um how do i put it now too too bad like they just see them as being cheap like how do you how do you sort out that issue <laughs> okay you know the reason the I am not really somebody that peddles this view, but then it is the view, it is the truth nonetheless. The reason is because we live in a man's world. The Bible, the law, everything tells you that you as a woman, you are only meant to do this horrible thing. This horrible yeah. thing in quotes to children. You're only meant to do this thing to please demand that you stay with and not for your own comfort not for your own enjoyment not for your own gratification nothing you're just doing it for this person which is wrong but then we are all growing yeah. everybody's growing up and people are getting way more mature at younger times than than you expect i, I look at my 13 year old brother coming to ask me about this girl and about this one and i, and I'm, I feel very happy because it's better to ask questions than to delve into something that you would regret. And then yes. another thing is that we are, we are now growing up with parents that are more open. They are more open than their parents where they want to hide this thing. They know that if they continue to 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 it is something that is still going to come up at one point in time and it's just better that you talk about it's better that you don't ignore it so why is it that women are perceived this way we know because it's a man's world and say those sacred words ring on your finger you're not supposed to buy all these any item the 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 um morning after pills you're going to buy something like that everybody's looking at your hand to make sure that there's a ring on it because are you supposed to be doing this thing at this age that you are but then you can't ignore yeah that this thing is already happening you can't ignore it the woman you can't please everybody you can't please everybody table talking about this thing go ahead and talk about it they would talk but then my mother always tells you when people talk your back is because they can't say it's your front 
sorry, behind your back is tautology, but I'm quoting her directly. When people say things at your back, they can't say it at your front. That is why they are saying this at your back. And then you go around, the everybody's looking at eh, this girl. But then there are people that really and admire the fact that you are true to yourself and you can say this thing very proudly, very plainly. And it's not there's nothing bad in it. You should know there is nothing bad in it. There is nothing bad in being forward-minded. There is nothing bad in wanting to talk about something that you want to talk about. Yeah. So in as much as the world sees as whatever you should be able to do, say and feel however you want to feel. Doesn't matter what anybody has to say. Yeah. So it's the man's world, but then what we configure that. That's true. Because a lot of people, a lot of people, when you when you talk about it, uh, although you're not you're not really being um, how will I put it? Maybe the things you're saying are not nasty things. Now we are not talking about um having nasty conversations with people, but you know, generally talking about the whole concept yeah. of sex, the whole concept of um relationships and pregnancy people people view women who talk about it as being cheap ah this one ah this one is a prostitute this one sleeps around that's why she keeps talking about this ladies out there if you feel comfortable talking about it please do if you don't feel comfortable begin to feel comfortable about it because it's not it's not a hidden phenomenon it's something that will happen whether I'm so sorry for the breaking transmission. I think it was the network. No, one of the things we've not been able to start out with um, <laughs> with technology, network, and the rest. So, like we, I was giving a summary to what our lovely host had said, you need to feel free to talk about these things because, funny enough, it was because people, you know, ladies back then were not able to really talk about it. That's why they they were, and as and there is still a lot of them. Um, rape incidents, you know, people are still not able to talk about what happened to them, their experiences, because people think if they talk about it, they would be shamed, would body shamed, and um, they would just be outcast to the society. So please feel free to talk to someone about your sexuality, your sexual experiences, and what you feel is going wrong with your sexuality. So guys, we're going to go up to the next question. Um, <laughs> there are quite a lot of questions, but we're going to do this in peace. We're going to do this in peace so that we'll be able to cover everybody's question. And we've already um, taken quite an amount of time. So we're going to ask one very important question. This question that is really dicey, especially for those in the university. And this question is also something I know I can contribute to because I've been in the position where have been confused about this particular question so it's based on relationship so this is going to be the last question for the day guys but if you have further questions for us do well to send in your messages and we will get our lovely host as well as other professionals in the space to talk to you about owning your sexuality and relationship so Cynthia our last question for today is the question that happens to be really interesting so, for ladies that want to be in a relationship, especially for undergraduate, and um, they feel this relationship will be a distraction to them, what do they do? What do you do? Do you, you know, the hormones are raging, you want someone to talk to, you want it to 
you feel like you need a guy in your life although i know it's not necessary well what do they do what do they do if they feel a relationship is going to distract them what do they do okay okay so before i start to answer before i begin to answer this question i want to put out a disclaimer whatever you feel is good for you you should do it you shouldn't do you shouldn't take someone else's advice if you don't feel if it is not like domesticated yeah. to your own problems and your own views so if you feel otherwise you should be able to know within yourself so like i'm just giving a guideline so if yes you want to you feel like you need man in your life you feel lonely. <laughs> yeah you are the age to feel lonely you your hormones are telling you that you are alone because it is not something you can't teach nature it's something that is biological so you would feel bad you would feel like this you would feel like you really need somebody around and it is very much understandable but then you feel like this but you feel like if i start anything now i will be led astray i will be confused or i won't have time for myself again like i said it's all about weighing i mean this person i have i have a journal that i i have a lot of pro and cons list so you talk to yourself you sit by yourself and listen to yourself and ask yourself like you should be having conversations with yourself you ask yourself yes okay i feel lonely at a lot of points in time and then as god used to have it is that time that you feel lonely that man will come into your life and you know be saying oh should i just consider this person to fill in that gap exactly in my life i want to say that a man cannot fill in any gap in your life the exactly. gap in your life you can fill it in with a lot of other things so don't allow this don't allow it to be man that will become a that will come and fill the gap in your life because when man goes eh, the, the life the gap everything is now empty again so but then if you're convinced that you want yeah. a relationship and you want to find a way to balance it it's all about timing it's all about knowing what works for you and what works for your partner so if you you have to talk to your partner like anybody that is trying to come on to me now tell the person i am a law student and i'm looking for a first class so i will not be able to travel from enugu state to abuja to this place to this place right. to see you true, true. because my books are the most important thing in my life now you prioritize Priority. you have to always keep your education first as a lady you have to it's a way boy guys say chase the money and right. guys follow. Eh? chase your books the guys will follow in as much as they might be they will follow so you have to keep your education first and if this person that you want to start this thing with understands that yes your education is first then baby girl take him good because if he can if he can understand that you there will be times that he would want you around but you wouldn't be able to be around because you're trying to catch up you're trying to read you're trying to invest more in your education and he encourages that that is a very very good sign to find someone that encourages you to do you first because you are yourself first before the person's girlfriend so if you feel if you have weighed the options and you feel like yes you want to be in a relationship have that talk first and foremost with the part your partner and ask him hey i want yeah. to be very academically 
sane and comfortable and i feel like going yeah. to this scene with you would be a distraction do you also feel like you would be a person to distract me or would you be someone that would encourage me to read one extra page you know read one more chapter before you come or or just finish the assignment before you come we can still go out some other time because there's no time there's no way you'll be busy 24 7 so if this person is somebody that understands that you would only be able to spend time at length with him when you have finished off and you've crossed you've dotted your eyes and crossed your teeth on your academics then yes you can go ahead but if this person is somebody that would not understand that some things come before the other then you shouldn't so it's all about priorities but my advice is always keep your academics first before every other thing before the whatever you are feeling the feeling feeling thing is just for like a day or two and you're back to normal. Your head is back in the game. That's that's if definitely. You will not be able to recover. So my advice, my advice, basically is, put your academics first and ask if this person is going to be able to understand where you are coming from. Then you can yes you can. It's very it's a very wonderful thing to have somebody that you can pour your heart to. You can share lovely moments with even as a student it's a very wonderful thing and to have somebody that you can fall back on but then if this person is going to be a deterrence in any way to your primary goal which is to read your book all right that's 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 wonderful that's wonderful thank you so So, much Cynthia. so a quick wrap up before we let our host go back to our daily activity we had spoken about red flags we had also spoken about knowing yourself what i remember our last episode on defining who you are we had definitely said that you don't when we had our our um co-host mrs fed she told us that you don't need a man to complete you so just like our host they have said you don't need someone else to complete you someone else to make exactly. you go. except you have found the partner who you want to be in marriage with Although that person still doesn't make you whole, that person just helps you find the path to being whole as an individual. So please do well not to append yourself worth or define yourself based on who your partner is. Because if eventually your partner leaves, you become something people cannot even see because your partner is longer, no longer there. People no longer see who, who you are because your partner is long, no longer there. And then we also these are things you need to know before you reach the age of 19 so that by the time you're making these decisions when it comes to or when it comes to marriage you're making the right decisions so that's all for (laughs) that's all for knowing who you are before the age of 19 with our lovely host Miss Cynthia and DBC, we're going to be having her next time over winning your sexuality part two. Yes, yes, yes. So thank you so much, Cynthia, for making our time to be with us today. We really appreciate you and we look forward to having you more on this podcast. Thank you. So guys, thank you so much. If you have any contributions, if you have any questions, don't forget to either send to me or if you have an access to our pod host, send it directly to our pod, our guest host and then we will be able to tackle those questions and talk to them. So, bye-bye, guys. Thank you, Cynthia. Bye.